0: to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. It's 2022, and in this new year, there's a new way to help support the podcast and keep the show going. Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buy me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash BlockTalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. RuPaul is back with a new season of the original version of Drag Race, but she thought it would be a so sweet idea to split it up into a double premiere. So let's meet our first seven queens. It's time to break down part one of the big premiere of Drag Race 14. And joining me is a queen of extraordinary talent, the one, the only Skywalker. Hello. Oh, you're so silly.
1: Hi. I'm so happy to be here.
0: I know. It's been a while since I've had you. Mm-hmm.
1: Longtime listener, first time reviewer
0: that's correct um last time we did an interview of you it was in person i couldn't tell you the last time i did an in-person uh
1: podcast i remember i came to your apartment we had champagne Mm -hmm. at like 11 in the morning as you do as you do oh well i'm
0: excited to have you here but since this is the first um recap of the season of an episode i gotta just put out my disclaimer please This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft. But they have also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show i
1: love that come on that out there no when subjective. With,
0: listen this this week i'm gonna be pretty good next week uh when miss angie shows up and i just call her the ants girl all year you've been warned you've been warned i can't wait for her to message you oh my god she's totally listen i i've definitely said things on the podcast and then met the queens in person like I had to say to BB Zharbane <laughs> that I've made fun of Jungle Kitty, but I've also used the <laughs> song as my alarm clock in the
1: morning. So yes, you know, listen, the best of both worlds, not BB Zharbane. That is so funny. She would well, be the one. You'd have to be like, hey, sorry, girl.
0: Listen, <laughs> literally. Um, I'm, hopefully, I'll get to go to DragCon this year, and I'll get to meet all the queens again. Um, and uh, if I. If I do meet Raja O'Hara, I will apologize again to her for ripping her <laughs> apart all season. Oh, I love. That's amazing. Okay. We love Unapologetic Queen. We really do. We got, him. we got him. All right. Season 14. It's New Year. We're back to our regular schedule programming. Mm. How did you enjoy the, the, the kickoff to season 14?
1: I loved it. I have to say... I am obsessed with when they split it up and they do two premieres. Although now that they've done it twice in a row, I can't help but be like, "Damn, I want, I want, I want them all together now." You know what I mean? I like when there, they there's do something,
0: the- there's something special about them all being in the room together. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, after reviewing all nine seasons last year, there's something special when you see eight <laughs> out of nine have everyone together, and then that one, you're like, "Well, it's the odd
1: duck," but I understand why you did it as a twist, but I miss I know, and this group of girls, I was like, I wonder what the rhyme or reason was splitting them up for, you know what I mean? Cause the New York girl, our only New York city sister mm-hmm. is next week. So I was like, I wonder why they saved the only New York girl for the second premiere. You know, I always wonder like, what was the thought process behind just splitting them up? It, yeah,
0: you know what, I tried to break it down a little bit and there are, I, you can see there are certain reasons for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have three of the L.A. girls all together in the first one. I know. Uh, you have the three weirdos together in the first <laughs> one.
1: God. This and, then, is... and then you have oh. Alyssa
0: Hunter who... <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's the reasoning here. Next week I'll have to analyze it a little more, but um, yeah, interesting combination.
1: I really agree. I, I love the idea. It's like you have the three L.A. girls, you have the three weirdos, and then you have Alyssa Hunter. Who is just just doesn't understand anything. Yeah, but God damn. Wow. When she came out from her runway, I know we'll get there, but wow, Gorge.
0: All right. Well, before anybody sets foot in that workroom, we get our title sequence, which is rare for the main show. We never start off with the title sequence, but let's go over what we already know. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race gets a one year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics, a grand prize of a hundred thousand dollars powered by cash, powered by cash app. I know, uh, crazy. Come on, sponsorship, dictating we shit. We love
1: a sponsorship. I'm hoping that means next year it's 250.
0: Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Boulet brothers are like, we're handing out $100,000. courtesy of us. <laughs> yeah, they're like, baby, we rich over here at Dragula. And yeah, RuPaul's worry, like, is
1: mm. us. RuPaul's like, nope, corporate sponsorship. Take the glory, save my wallet. Mm-hmm. Good for them, honestly. Get that money. Get Take as much corporate money as you can. Rob them blind,
0: um, I'm not a fan of Cash App. I don't use Cash App because I've been scammed on Cash App.
1: So, me too. I mean, drive I'm race not a to fan of too. yeah. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Cash App unless Cash App wants to give me money. Then baby, price right, exactly. Cash App, you know what I mean.
0: I'm a Venmo. Sponsor girl. the block. Sponsor Block Talk. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. First up, Ola. I hope you guys are ready to be slayed because it's hunting season, bitches. It is Alyssa Hunter from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, Let's just stop right now and acknowledge how fucking gorgeous Eliza. Eliza like gorgeous.
1: gorgeous. Like officially like, is
0: going to take the crown of trade of the year in like the of the
1: year. so cute, in and out of drag, like just a and when she smiled, I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Definitely Stunning. trade. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, she shares that she is. A big re- has a big reputation in Puerto Rico, having won four of the most important pageants on the island. She says she's a pageant queen, but she can also dance and be funny. She's a okay. superstar. Okay. All right. So her look is by Javier Arnaldo. Her hair by wigs by Hasun. Nails by Elvin Jorge Sabatina. I absolutely adore this look. The colors are so natural. The materials are so sexy. Come on, fur. It's like a hunter from like a science fiction fantasy flick
1: hmm I love it. Now, I was watching Monet do the pit stop and she was telling me that she thought it was a reference to a specific video game. I think Zero Horizon Dawn, if you know that game, it's okay. like an amazing game. I don't know if that is true, but I would understand because it's yeah. all, it's a, it's a the it's like she's a hunter kind of mm-hmm. deal, but either way, I'm in. It's so yeah. chic, it's so fun. Like, I think this subtle right teal
0: that she has on like the jacket and the boots that she then brings into her eye it's beautiful it's those details mm-hmm. I mean the hair From is head crazy. to toe it's big it really works this is a strong entrance look that is not show stopping but will give you a taste of what is to come
1: mm-hmm. now I have to I le- listen I love just the little the little like dink in someone's armor when she came out with that rickety ass bow and arrow <laughs>
0: So one of the listeners uh, messaged me and said I gave her a boot just because she couldn't hold that fucking bow and arrow.
1: Bow and arrow, I have to say, flawless from head to toe. But baby, you have never shot a bow and arrow in your life, Mama.
0: (laughs) You you are definitely known as a prop queen. You've definitely used props in your time.
1: You Mm got to practice with them. I think so. At least shoot the arrow. Like, you could have shot it. No one would have gotten hurt. Like, at least practice. But she was holding the arrow in the middle. And just don't like that.
0: It wasn't really bad. Um, but overall, gorgeous. this look Downing. is a toot
1: for me. Agreed. A, t- a two like, head to toe.
0: Audience, 71% toot, 29% boot.
1: Oh, I wonder yeah, why, I guess. I know. I know. I wonder why 29% booted it. I guess the bow and arrow for Maybe one. the bow and arrow, yeah. Hmm, All right. Interesting let's get out there today
0: and make a difference it's bosco and (laughs) she is here to show the world that she's not just some skanky alternative girl from seattle she is the skanky alternative girl from seattle um supposedly according to her instagram the underscoring they use for her is the same one that was used for evie oddly oh i cannot confirm that but i'm here for it if it
1: is Interesting. And it's even more interesting because Willow Pill is Mm -hmm. in Evie's family. Interesting. Um,
0: This confessional look, this bitch has a lot of hair.
1: A lot. It's giving me very much, I just woke up and I am a mountain lion. You know what I mean? The the comparisons
0: to Carol Kane from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I'm I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm
1: living. And as a um, very, very um, dominant top, I have to tell you, it's a toot for me. Like I love a, I don't know how they identify either as non-binary or um, as um, a cisgendered man, but either way, baby, Mm -hmm. very, very sexy. Like this is my type, like looks like they're trying to do drugs a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: Joe, just wait for the drug uh, queen of the season. We haven't gone to her yet. (laughs) Um, All right, so Bosco is really funny and I enjoy her humor But as someone who likes to shout out the designers for this show and and give the the designers credit, I'm not sure if what she listed on her Instagram is a joke or not. So I'm just going to read what she said. The look is by Nordstrom Rack. The hair is by Wish.com. Accessory by Lucy Lips. (laughs) I don't know. Bosco, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm living
1: way the entirety of the statement is camp and i love it so much you know i I was like
0: nordstrom rack i don't think nordstrom rack would have that but you know
1: maybe the nordstrom had the blouse and she made the horns it's possible it's possible but damn i love it i really do she is
0: bold she is out there she is making a statement Mm -hmm. um the black bodysuit dress with the white polka dots and that led to the sleeves with the gloves and the headpiece it's a lot, but it all works.
1: I agree, and it's so bold. I feel like polka dots are so hard to make look fashionable, and she As we'll just see later. came out. I know she came out swinging. Like yeah. it looks so good. It looks so and then,
0: editorial. And then pair them with the black tights, the white pumps. She's like, this is going to blow your mind of how basic it is, but it only works on her because she's a cool alt girl, mm-hmm. and. I I think her beat is so strong. The only pop of color she used was the seductive red lips. And I think that was such a strong statement.
1: I agree. It's giving very much like she-devil. It's very subtle, but at the same time, it's a lot. It's like polka dots, you know? Mm -hmm. How many times do you think polka dots are subtle? But somehow she did it. Um, So I'm going to say she paints
0: kind of like, and very similarly to Gloria Swansong, there's this aura of vintage mm. in her
1: shapes. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of here for it. I love it. Me too. And she gives like like a 1950s housewife demon, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, I really. It's a do. toot for me. Mm-hmm. Toot for me too. I'm audience. Ooh, what did the audience.
0: Ninety-three percent toot, seven percent boot.
1: Ooh. 93 I agree I feel like she had one of the strongest entrance looks yeah,
0: Bosco absolutely all right let's dissect the interaction between Bosco and Alyssa Bosco's <laughs> gonna walk over and says hi beauty I'm Bosco <laughs> Alyssa says Bosco nice to meet you I'm from Puerto Rico <laughs> now is Bosco supposed to pick up on the Puerto Rico thing
1: or or, or is this the Alyssa hunter like she's not she, she didn't introduce herself. I know. She literally, the first thing she said is, Hello, I'm from Puerto Rico. And I was like, Okay. Like, is girl. that like
0: clue that we all should know who Alyssa Hunter is?
1: Right, exactly. Is that you trying to be like, My name precedes myself? You know right. what I mean? Either way, very pageant.
0: Lost in translation, whatever it was, it was iconic. I was here for it.
1: it um, insane.
0: Alyssa is going to tell us that she thinks Bosco looks like an angry Minnie Mouse.
1: <laughs>
0: References. <laughs>
1: preferences i love honestly i see it not only do i see it and i agree with it but i also love it like i don't think that's a read angry Mouse. not at all like absolutely no she
0: would love it so she would love it Bosco tells us she is the demon queen of Seattle and confirms she might be the devil devil of the season with the big bag of tricks she has. She has done Mm -hmm. Sylvia Plath spoken word numbers. She has done Britney and Gaga mega mixes. She has done burlesque. She goes on to say that she feels like if the Teletubbies had a devil, (laughs) and this is not the imagery I expected to hear on Drag Race. I
1: know. know. When she said, I'm the devil of the Teletubbies, I'm like... That is the key that she has something really important to say. You know? Now, have
0: you ever seen a queen perform Sylvia Plath?
1: Yes. I feel like I watched, um, who did, um, do you remember? Oh my goodness. She doesn't do drag anymore. I wish I could remember her name, but she was a bald queen who did Lady Liberty. And she, uh, won Lady Liberty by just coming out to an applause track and bowing a bunch of times. Oh,
0: Aviva Tickman.
1: Uh, Vicky, uh, yes, thank you, Aviva Dickman. Of I course, I Aviva, Dickman. Aviva Dickman performed that once, and I was like, "No, what? Not surprised." Not Me surprised. either. Oh, I miss Aviva so much. So do
0: I. Oh god, that mm. bitch is crazy.
1: I know she got yeah. health insurance. Miss her, damn. <laughs> I know. All
0: right, is you hungry? Because bitch, I'm baked. America, don't adjust your TV. She says that she's a <laughs> she's fat in person. Her words, not mine. It is cornbread. This snack is <laughs> from Los Angeles. I love. The bakery is officially open, and I think the show already has a fan favorite. I think so too. All right, so this look is by Loris of Dragula fame and Lorraine Calzada. Hair by Dragwigs on a dime. Sure. Nails by Joseph DeVilla. Um, I believe Loris is still dating with partnered with Honey Davenport. Whoa, honey love. love!
1: Oh, yeah. good for Honey. All
0: right, Cornbread, she looks mighty good. Like it fits and showcases her body right. I love the black leather paired with the gold. It is a very strong set uh, combo. And there's something seductive about the look that's not overtly sexual.
1: Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. I feel like cornbread came into this season being like, I know what I'm gonna give. And it's just so like, it's so charismatic, but also so polished. Like the jacket fits perfectly. The hair goes in perfectly, the pump and the nails. Like wow, it really set me. It set the tone for her to be like, "Oh, this bitch is already going to storm Absolutely. these hoes."
0: And mm-hmm. the hair, the gold pieces in it—that that, that's all. It's just, it just—it was mm-hmm. simple. It was—it was right. It it's was
1: delicious. Two. It really was. It was a two.
0: The audience, 97% to 3% boo. They loved it. Mm, they were here for it. I wonder it.
1: what the 3%, I wonder what they didn't like about it. Yeah, I don't know. I always wonder the other half. I'm like, I wonder what it was. Or Me maybe too. it's just people who were scrolling and accidentally hit boo. <laughs> I just definitely have boo before.
0: <laughs> Cornbread is in the workroom and it just feels right. Bosco asks her where she's based out of and she says LA. She was born in South Carolina, but that's all matter. As Alyssa says, she is the hometown queen right now. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she knew. Mm-hmm. Corbin thinks it'll be easier for them to write the check and deliver it to her. She's going to ask Alyssa what kind of drag she does, and she says she does everything. She's a versatile queen. Um, and Corbin's going to say it to her face that when someone says they do everything, cut to them not doing everything. She knows her reality TV. Baby, she knows.
1: And I honestly would have done the same thing. Because when Alyssa was saying, oh, I do this, I do this, I do this. I was yeah. thinking like, girl, don't, don't. I think people who are overly confident, if that's like your Achilles heel, baby. I'm like, oh, you better be careful, mama. Yeah, They're going to make you look dumb.
0: Well, cornbread is excited to make sisters, excited to make friends, and excited to eat all the craft services. <laughs> um, she's really just here for the win. She I really want to know... I, next time I interview Rue Girl, I need to know what was in craft services. I, I want a full breakdown of the craft service table every day. Me
1: too. The fact that I got Mick said that during their final four, they got lobster. I said, what? <laughs> I was like, y'all getting lobster on that set? I don't even I eat lobster, I was, but I don't eat it. I, I know. I would order, I would be like, I'll get a fish and chips. I don't even eat that shit. I thought y'all yeah. were getting like Olive Garden or something. Yeah.
0: All right. Where is she? It's Willow Pill. She is an adorable, (laughs) twisted little doll, or as I like to call her, Drag Race Seraphim. But more on that later.
1: (laughs) Very funny. Terrifying,
0: terrifying. Um, Let's get it out of the way. Her shirt says, angle.
1: This, I feel like not since the, is this dress blue and black or white and gold, has the internet been so split 50-50 on a left. So the look...
0: it's stoned and painted by Finn James. That's all we know. So obviously this is off the rack. I, I hope for her sake, it is not from H&M, but.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never, you never know. know. Hopefully at least it's like, I don't know, AliExpress. Exactly. For, forever 21. <laughs> exactly. My goodness. The This the is 90s Idol.
0: mall couture. This is Ooh. irreverent to entrance looks, and I love it. As someone who says you got to look good in your entrance look, this is looking good. It is terrible on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like so we're to get to someone who is terrible, not on purpose. Yeah. Junie, you're not up yet. Um, yeah. I think the color story works with the persona she is selling here. Pink and white is so right for this outfit. Mm-hmm. Her beat is literally perfect again for this character.
1: It's so Let's funny.
0: Let's talk about the controversial choice, the wedge flip-flops. They were a choice. I hate I them, I understand why.
1: I think overall as a as a concept from head to toe, it's so camp and it's so funny and it's so on purpose that yeah. it's brilliant. But that being said, of course the shoes are hideous. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. Of course the shoes are hideous, but I wouldn't change it because it's so perfect. Exactly. Like now she I... walked in and I lost it. I really yeah. did.
0: Now I do have a real question. When Willow is gonna walk over to the group, we see she has a tramp stamp. Is that on her own or was it part of the look? If it's part of the look, give her some sort of award. I'm here for the attention to detail. If it's for her personally, well, we all make mistakes.
1: Yeah, I think it is on purpose because not to fast forward, but when she gets naked during her challenge, it's still there, I believe. Damn, okay. I'm I'm just noticing for the first time. Damn, she has a tramp stamp. She has tramp stamp. <laughs> I think she's my winner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I... I mean, tutor boot it. Where are you going? I'm gonna give it a two.
1: I'm giving it a two for this because it's for me she did this on purpose now she walked in and was like you can't tell me nothing this is the most fashionable thing in the world and she was like a long island bottom i wouldn't boot it but that's not what's happening here you know what i mean this is can't be on purpose this is like simple life 2000s like it's so good it really is
0: as you said it's very divided the internet is going crazy for the audience, 53% to 47%. Ooh,
1: you know, it's tough. It, it is on that line of, okay, it's your entrance look, but it's your entrance look, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, it's absolutely. perfect.
0: All right, well, Will tells us that every Willow look is a different story, and this girl just wants money and jewelry and hot dogs. <laughs> Alyssa is convinced that she walked into the wrong show. Um, as she says, her look is silence, crickets. Yeah, core just cannot get over the shoes they said california but she thought they meant the beach comfy <laughs> couture and core just made herself laugh listen ladies you should be thanking willow for giving you material to riff off of
1: i agree i agree i think when i saw when i saw willow i was like if she is confident enough to not let the other girls get to her yeah, th- she'll be good because yeah. you, she's going to walk in and, you know, every pageant girl and every polished girl is going to try and rip her apart because she's quirky. Mm-hmm. But if she can just be confident, they're going to love it. You know what Absolutely. I mean?
0: Well, Bosco says hello to Willow as she is the devil to her angle.
1: <laughs>
0: I do need to point out that when Willow and Cornbread meets, I swear to you, it looks like a drag con meet and greet. It was so timid and shy and adorable and hilarious.
1: Yes, I agree because I do think and I mean Willow said it all. This was her like return to drag after Exactly. a long time. So I know she must have picked this outfit being like I this is either going to really work or really not work. Yeah. But I just think it really worked. I really
0: do. I agree. Willow is going to pull a fast one on the girls when asked about her look. She says it's completely her and that <laughs> will be clearly debunked later on. Mm-hmm. Um as you said, she has not done drag for over a year due to COVID, which coincidentally is another seraphim plot device. But oh, not on, the show, whatever. Not,
1: on the, not this year,
0: not yet. Willow is going to have some trouble with her sunglasses falling down not once, but twice. <laughs> I
1: Damn, like, I know it was so funny.
0: We're getting this strange edit out of Willow in this first moment. We're being set up that she's going to be this disaster, but watch this space for what's going to happen. I'm enjoying this journey. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of refreshing, honestly.
1: I feel like this energy we have gotten so, and it's beautiful because drag has become such a Titan in the community that you, the girls are coming on this show and spending so much money and being absolutely polished and doing drag at such a high level that I, I do love and appreciate. But it's when you put girls like Willow Pill on that it brings this rough around the edges, but has so much to say, you know what I mean? Like. This is so camp. We need this drag. We need this drag and we need a Lysandre's drag. But it'll be interesting to see how those two interact.
0: I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, she has only one thing to say. Baby, you already (laughs) know every kiss begins with K. It's the beauty from L.A. is Carrie Colby. Um, She is here to be our new obsession. She is very bodacious in her aesthetic. Big boobs, no waist, big butt. She is wearing the transgender flag color, so she's letting Ooh. people know who she is from her hair to her toes. This look is by Foodie Fontesila Lewis. I think she looks great. Has a message mm-hmm. in her look without being overtly over the top. She is a bold person when it comes to her beauty. So just to see her in just being able to just float with the mm-hmm. soft colors and materials, I'm excited to see what's
1: in her arsenal. Me too, I literally echo everything you said. I know people online have been saying, oh, it's not the most interesting. And like, I agree, like it's not the most interesting, but I think for her, it's perfect. It fits her perfectly, it has a beautiful message, it's made so well, and she looks stunning. Yeah, I mean,
0: she's got a blue, pink and blue cape, and I would love to twirl with a cape. Those are fun to play with.
1: Me too, I did a gig with her at the Q um, over the summer, and she looks like that. She like walks into a room and you like double take you're like wow that's a woman who floats
0: yeah Mm. the hair stunning blonde straight hair with the blue rooted um top pink tips it's a serve and it's a serve I, i love the nude lip i am a sucker for a color pop in the eye and a nude lip she is stunning it is not fair i want to be pretty
1: I just absolutely agree with everything you're saying. I have nothing wrong. Like, just gorgeous. Like, head to toe, everything thought out, everything so polished. Like, damn, two, bitch.
0: Mm. It's a two, 97% to 3% to boot from the audience.
1: Mm. I 3%, you know, they said it was simple. I get it, I get it. Well, Willow describes
0: Carrie as like looking at the sun and it hurts her eyes because <laughs> she is so gorgeous. No, but that's George's, and she's on next week. <laughs> <laughs> but i just... Carrie and Corbett are good Judies, and they are both the POC Trans representation of the season. We love to see it. They are sisters from LA, and it is going to be Aunties Anonymous, as they say. <laughs> Alyssa asks if she has done pageants, but after saying that she has not, she does reveal that her drag mother has won Miss Continental. Yes, mm-hmm. her drag mom is Sasha Colby. Yes, mm-hmm. she's known to the community, and all eyes are on the Colbys.
1: Yes, I mean the Colby, the House of Colby is literally legendary. Sasha Colby's uh, Continental performance is one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. Like, wow, I think that it does put a lot of pressure on her, but as the episode goes on, it doesn't feel like she feels that pressure. You know what I mean? It feels very just like Carrie being Carrie, which I love.
0: Mm. Grab a fork, ladies. Jambalaya is served as cornbread notes. Bitch, that's June. Can't wait (laughs) to see how this pre-show gossip during the season. They go way back. um, So there must be some stories. I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. She asks us to imagine Megan The Stallion and Phaedra Parks had a baby. That's Junja Malaya. She is Southern Savage and she is wearing her Amelia Pucci jumpsuit. Hair by Sherry's cook. Jumpsuit apparently by Amelia Pucci.
1: Wow. Let's do, it.
0: Let's do it. Whether it is real or knockoff, I don't care if it's a designer. It reads nothing but pedestrian. I hate it. Like if you Google search Amelia Pucci jumpsuit, every woman wearing it has no top on, nothing. June isn't even attempting a nude illusion. She is wearing peach, and it's just a color clash to my eyes.
1: I agree. I have to agree. I, I was so conflicted when I saw this because there is something to be said. I know a lot of girls, I feel like there is a community of girls in, like, nightlife that are like, oh, it's label. And I understand that. Like, oh, like, you were able to buy a really expensive garment, you know, from ball con- from ball culture. It's always the read of like, well, baby, I'm wearing the real thing, you know? I, so I understand that, but baby, it's so it's ugly. It, it's ugly. You know, yeah. um, there
0: were good things. Her hair was mm. laid flat. It, her beat was awesome. That she waist knit yeah. in like gorge. She wowed mm. us with her promo look. Now I know why. She needed extreme redemption. She did say on Instagram that this was not her original entrance look,
1: as she saw what happened on Season 13 and
0: decided to do Comfortable instead.
1: Really? Sorry, I'm grabbing my charger for my little light. What was her... Did she say on Instagram? She didn't say. um,
0: I don't don't know if it was something she's going to show us later, or if it's something she ultimately did not bring, and this was what she had with her, but... Yeah, not great. Not great. It's a boot for me. Not
1: great. It's a, unfortunately, gorgeous, absolutely Designer scan. boot. Mm-hmm. A designer boot. Agreed. A literally Chelsea boot, baby. The Damn. audience,
0: 13% to 87% boot. They were no, not here for it. not nope. the 13.
1: Damn. But
0: corporate will tell us that June is super talented. And as we discussed, she is a label whore. June will spend money on stuff, which doesn't care if it doesn't fit or not. She's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Relatable. It is a whole country meal in that workroom—jambalaya and cornbread—and now I'm hungry, and I would like to go to New Orleans.
1: <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. All
0: right, we're going to hear some high-pitched whistle tone, and then, hello, RuPaul. Yes, we've been trying to reach you regarding your car's extended warranty. Oh, perfect. Then I have just one more thing question for you. Are you ready, Boots? I got to ask. Is the last part? supposed to be a reference to nancy sinatra i know we're going to get to it later with the exit line spoiler alert uh so maybe right. bean
1: i don't know I guess. are you i just did not understand are you ready boots i guess in her mind she was like i'll do are you ready boots and then i guess her exit line she was like all right let's get to walking like she had planned yeah. that out but i'm just like didn't it didn't make any part. sense i know i was like what i was like Are you ready, Boots? I was like, I don't know. Am I? Like, what? (laughs) So,
0: she is West Michigan's premier fembot. She wanted to start off with a bang, obnoxious and crazy. The look is fully by Orion. It is retro-inspired. I see the 60s and 70s. I adore Mm -hmm. these colors. Me too. Um, her, Her mug is flawless. Though, I could use a little thinner eyeliner on the underneath part. It's a little, little heavy. Yeah. Um. But... There are something about the shapes that she used that remind me of Jan. Great blend of feminine and
1: drag. Yeah, I agree. I love this silhouette. I agree with Mm you, it's very 70s. It's almost like Peg Bundy-ish if she was a little bit more high fashion. I really love it. I'd have to say like for me, like it's a good look.
0: Yeah, her corset is stoned perfectly. Is she stoned as
1: well? Very likely. Absolutely. You can tell this is the Judy that loves to smoke a little ganja. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely relate to her. <laughs> I just don't get the entrance line. I really don't. Yeah, Everything I know. Else I love. She probably made it up when she was
0: high and then had to say it sober and she's like,
1: okay, sure. Yeah, it. she's
0: like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to give this look a two. I liked it.
1: Me too. I give it a two. Look-wise and the fact that she made it, baby, good job. Especially Got for the entrance
0: look. Mm-hmm audience 53% to 47% boot not not whoa polarizing
1: yeah interesting I wonder
0: she's gonna tell tell the girls that she's pretty campy she loves puppets and bright colors she says she is Barbarella put on a runway in the middle of Sesame Street do you think Orion is team Elmo or team Rocco
1: oh I think
0: she will I think she would be team Rocco just
1: Ooh. <laughs> okay I definitely see that I definitely see that I went Elmo only because it seems that she loves the color red so I'm like that's maybe true That's hmm
0: well Bosco tells her that she's giving her Lana Del Rey vibes which apparently she gets a lot and i not wrong yeah I agree the alarm sounds so the small talk is over for the seven wait seven it's gonna be a split premiere honey I love Bosco, that
1: they already knew. Right.
0: Bosco feels good being split up because it gives her plenty of time to grab the spotlight. The TV turns on and it is a message from mother herself, RuPaul. Now, for those international Drag Race fans, you will note that this look has been recycled. Yes, this was the one she wore for quite a few RuMails. males. Um, oh, cool. I guess they really said, hey, Rue, you have about 60 videos to make. Sit down. Don't fuck it up
1: yeah they probably gave it to her all at once and she just banged them out
0: i believe this is the same one from canada and
1: holland whoa yeah they probably gave them to all at once and just like just do it And she's like all right
0: so this should be the last one before we see a new look which will probably be recycled no wait, not holland it, this was canada and uk definitely UK. UK um
1: yeah so when Canada three and uk four comes out hopefully we get a new one it's all gonna be the same well (coughs) we're gonna have
0: france and thailand and philippines and
1: damn drag really is all over the world girl it really (laughs) is all
0: right well rue walks in welcomes the first seven she tells them as you said drag is all over the world it is a phenomenon some would say Well, Rue just can't get over the original recipe as it is finger licking good. And I wonder if she paid royalties for that. I think
1: she did for sure.
0: She says to get to know them better. They are doing a two episode premiere. And Rue says that before this episode is over, one of them will sashay away. So Mm. no Pork Chop Lounge
1: for you. I Um, know. Crazy.
0: They're going to go back to the old school days of Drag Race as they're going to do a photo shoot.
1: Mm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. uh, I think it's so fun. I love when they split it up, sometimes do a runway, sometimes do a photo shoot. I think doing a runway every time is too predictable.
0: And too expensive.
1: Agreed. Three looks in literally the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And like, if they're not good, everyone's already like, I hate her. I'm like, damn. Right. Fuck, (laughs) That's like $3,000.
0: Rue meets the queens on another soundstage where we see a freak show Wheel of Doom, also known as the grand finale lip sync Smackdown for the Crown Wheel. They are going to be shot by celebrity photographer, Albert Sanchez. Are you familiar with
1: Albert's work? I'm not. Same. But damn sexy. (laughs) Like I'm I'm like a sexy man.
0: How would you have done in this challenge?
1: Honestly, (laughs) I don't think very well. (laughs) I think I'm very gorgeous and stunning, but... I get dizzy very easily. I don't do well with spinning or roller coasters. I think I would have gone upside down the first time, and I completely lost my shit. You know what I mean? Fair. Like I fair. don't. I I don't think I would have done very well. How would that, you would have done?
0: I think I would be fine. I, I I'm a big fan of coasters and everything, so I'd be Ooh, fine. Doing it. I'd be
1: okay.
0: Now we see some queens' faces on there. It is Evie, Jada, and Simone. Do you think Simone signed up? to have seven bitches crotches in her face or was that part of her prize package
1: that was so nasty that they did that to her i was like this poor girl at least put it on the side or
0: right it was so silly um Alyssa is up first bringing her bow and arrow with her because she had to um she had to. she's freaking out because she believes she will die on the first day <laughs> the pit crew including the ageless bryce like The straight guy just does not age. Not at all. And also, it's so nice to see
1: him. He looks well. Good for him. He's going to have a bro in the workroom next week. I know. Do you think he's, like, a little bit? You know what I mean? Do you think maybe at a premiere party, he got a little ask. We'll
0: have to find out from Maddie. (laughs)
1: Okay, fair. Okay, fair.
0: All right. They strap Alyssa in who as she says, probably is used to being in a harness on a Friday night for her. Um, the wheel spins. Alyssa does pretty well, even though when the wheel goes faster and faster, she's, she's fine. June, she's up next, and I swear to you, it looked like she was sleeping.
1: Yeah, like, she, she had a hard time. I feel like that would have been my vibe. I gonna been mean, like, oh, god, girl, oh, my god, I'm gonna fall off this thing.
0: But the story of June's moment is RuPaul believing jambalaya is made with mango, ham, and celery.
1: Blasphemy, RuPaul! Blasphemy. I literally was like, Mango, ham, and celery. That is the nastiest I've ever heard. Disgusting. Who would put those Disgusting. three together? No like, one. you didn't even put any like good things in there. I wouldn't eat, I mean, I guess mango, but I wouldn't even eat those things separately. Who wants no. celery or ham?
0: Yeah. And all the meats. All right. Well, Willow Pill enters the room, and if Lawrence Cheney has taught us anything, Willow Pill will be a long hauler for the season because. RuPaul Charles has an obsession saying willow pill in
1: baby talk voice. I know I don't understand it, but I also do understand it. Like I, I get what she's... like. I now understand the pun. I didn't get it before. Right. I will I give get the, the first one, mm-hmm, but it does not make me any less uncomfortable when she talks. Correct. Like
0: that. <laughs> now, here's what we're going to do to make us feel better about the situation. Listeners, okay. welcome to our season long drinking game. Anytime RuPaul says Willow Pill in baby voice, take a drink. No, we're gonna be
1: blacked out by the end of this.
0: And again, we know from Lawrence Cheney it's gonna I happen know. every
1: and single time. Yep. Oh, yep. poor girl. Well,
0: Willow feels like she will throw up, but she needed to hold that skirt in place because, well, some things were about to be shown on VH1.
1: Not we to also learned Andrews, but you felt very comfortable with your no notes <laughs> yep. over there. Exactly. Well, we also learned that she
0: likes to be thrown around. So more proof. This is Seraphim.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, a chaotic bottom. I'm not yeah. not intrigued. <laughs> right. I love.
0: Orion is up and we watch her have a glamorous headache. I think she did a great job until Rue asked her to stroke the handles. Yeah.
1: This was that's...
0: the moment where my mom turned to me and said, I don't remember RuPaul being
1: this vulgar. I know. Oh, it, was little, little. it was but but it's more like she hasn't been in the last seasons. I'm like, oh, right. we bring in some old Th- this drag this race episode
0: energy. this was classic drag race, and I think that's why I was so thrilled
1: by this episode. I agree. It's very good. I'm very excited.
0: Bosco has never had vertigo, but she's been told her head is great. And you know what? The two of them are clicking. RuPaul and Bosco. It's a
1: good combo. Uh, I agree. I think I think Bosco is getting the the gist already. Like yep. getting the humor.
0: She knows how to make it work and literally faces the camera straight on. I, I thought know. Was exceptional. Me too. Carrie Colby is up and that fabric is just flying all over the place. Her mm. hair is in the face. And she's going to tell us that she is not a ferret or a rabbit or a hamster. And then she realizes that ferrets may not run around in wheels. And this was silly moments
1: with Carrie Colby. And you know, Carrie, I was like, you were so gorgeous. You go, girl. You absolutely go. And wow, she just really can take a picture. You know what I yeah. mean? Wow. Now, Cornbread
0: is shown right on the wheel. We're not going to get some interesting footage of um, her where they're like trying to put her up there. Uh, but it seems that cornbread's weight is dictating how this wheel is going to be spinning. <laughs> I would be freaking out if that were me, knowing Girl, that the same. two of them are not on the side moving it and it's moving. I would freak the fuck out.
1: Me the fuck too. I'd be like, girls, I, I'm, I can't, I gotta get off of this. I'm about to break a knee. And meanwhile,
0: meanwhile RuPaul's laughing.
1: Can't stop RuPaul's laughing. Getting his shit over there. Damn, it really. I was like, is this fear factor? Are we? Right? Are we moving into this aired, like territory? Well, it is
0: time to deem a winner. It is Carrie Colby. Do you agree?
1: Agree a thousand percent.
0: I would have given it to Bosco. I think really, Bosco really gave
1: a good look. I agree. I think my I, I think Bosco is my runner-up, but I think Carrie is so good at serving face yeah. that she took it for me. You know, absolutely. Like she walks the face category every day.
0: And she's, you know what, she's going to get a nice prize, $2,500 courtesy of J.J. Malibu. She's going to get a lot of good stuff out of that. That
1: is so nice. They Mm -hmm. have so much money this year. I'm like, this is really nice. So Rue's going
0: to reveal that the Maxie Challenge is a talent show. Wow, not the first challenge I really love on a regular season, especially if Drag Race Holland 2 taught us anything. That talent show was a mess.
1: I know. I was nervous. I was like, oof, talent show. There's only seven of them. Ooh, Right there's nowhere to hide but this show is called the charisma
0: nerve and talent show or the cnts the tagline the cnts where the only thing that's missing is you very funny i loved
1: i loved very funny
0: and carrie is probably sitting there being like what i don't get it
1: no they're like oh okay
0: um now the the challenge the challenge is sponsored by work the world tour and i shall keep my comments to myself
1: Love that scene. Honestly, I would love to be on it one day. So woo when she's gonna it
0: <laughs> what now you don't have to reveal if you if you want to save it for when you make your appearance on the show, but what Thank would you. your talent be? What what's an I would option? do a magic
1: show. Okay. I would do a magic show. show. I have a wonderful friend named Evan who is a full-time traveling magician that has taught me magic for a couple of pageants I've done. So I'd absolutely do like a stand-up comedy magic okay. show. I feel like that we, I would mean, be my vibe.
0: If if we learned anything, RuPaul's publicly said many times she hates magic. Uh,
1: I know that's why I would make it like funny magic. It would be like. Ryan do like the magic would happen but it would be like fuck up magics like trying to take a tissue out of my hand and it's like a blunt or something you right, know what okay. i mean that, that kind of I'm stuff i'm here
0: for it mm-hmm. all right well it is time to do drag let's see what the queen's gonna be looking like oh, but Lord. first cornbread and her dolly of buckets of drag was a mood like she was just pushing that thing i was like how she all How she get that there Oh. i know it was wild was well, like, some what? some of these queens gotta travel far and wide and get there and they only have five suitcases and this bitch
1: has got buckets that's not fair like, like she came straight from down the block she was like oh i can bring this i'm just carrying this with me i was like Damn, well, you did not need to just think that on a plane or nothing
0: the, the girls are going to note that bosco has the biggest transformation i mean that mop head of hair like how does she do it how how does she put that in there
1: very thorgy thor like wow. where are you putting all of that and you just have mm-hmm. to have bigger wigs because of it yeah.
0: Alyssa says the hottest in the group out of drag is her confirmed i agree dear god please let me just have one night with her that's all i ask like i know i'm not worthy just like let me have just one night of cuddles
1: you are worthy absolutely listen one night of cuddles Alyssa you are absolutely worthy and she Listen, is very very cute she is like such a cute boy but we're gonna see next week i was like you might not keep trading in season mama there are some beauties we- in next week's episode you know i mean
0: she she's very cute i'm still pining off of my my official crush of 2021 but we're gonna mention her very shortly love really cool.
1: love, love um
0: cornbread gives us the damn eyes and june says Alyssa is a handsome latin man with Willow, Cornbread notes that she went from grown woman to 12-year-old. And June calls her Macaulay Culkin.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Scarlett Harley. I miss you. I love you.
0: Please marry me.
1: Oh, that's your 2021 oh. crush. Oh, I love her so much. Mm. So much. Well, her.
0: Alyssa calls her five-year-old. Carrie, meanwhile, wants to know what the age limit was. And she's calling Child Protective Services because <laughs> someone is missing their child.
1: Like, already, Willow walked in, and they were like, who the fuck is this? And then she got out of drag, and they were like, whose son is this? Wait a minute. Right.
0: Um, So funny. It is time to discuss the town show numbers. Cornbread says competitive eating, and honestly, if she did that, just fucking crown her now. Girl, I But agreed. for me, when she's like, Yeah, 120 hot dogs in 60 seconds, as like, that I know is impossible. I've watched the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. You can't do that. Um, Baby, as someone born and raised
1: from Coney Island, I said, I am here if she can do this. Uh, that's a world record. She's about to set.
0: Right. uh Listeners, do not try it at home, please. No. Don't oh do my it. God, do please.
1: It. You will throw up for days.
0: Well, Rue comes into the room to do some talent scouting. Carrie joins Rue, who references Dynasty and begins that conversation upon arrival. Mm -hmm. Was Carrie aware of the Colbys in the Dynasty before she chose her name? She says yes as her grandmother, who designed the House of Colby, based it off the show. Her drag house Mm -hmm. is the Colby Dynasty, and they originated from Hawaii. Whoa! I didn't know that. Carrie reveals that she was from Dallas, and her lack of accent is from her mom being on top of her about how she (laughs) spoke, and she was not allowed to speak too twangish. Rue is like... It's episode one. Let's get some backstory. Are you still friends with your mom? I was like, damn, Rue, you're going in already? Yeah, you're
1: like, baby, we want this season to be spicy. Let me ask you real quick.
0: She's like, I want my Emmy. How is your relationship with your
1: mother? Literally, off (laughs) the bat.
0: Carrie says it's complicated as she is super evangelical. And no, Rue, you are not getting the same storyline that you got with Gottmik last season. This is not going to be a happy uh, parental unit here.
1: So sad. Uh, I I'm always sad when you see like an unhappy parental unit moment because I'm like, oh, baby, we love you. We we got you. We got your family. For
0: Carrie's talent, she will be doing a talent she used to do competitively. Jump rope. That Mm. sounds fun. It won't be double Dutch, but more of a single showcase. She says that when she was homeschooled, her mom wanted her to stay active and there was a jump rope team at Shady Shores Elementary. Now, I was like, you're making that up. But I there know. actually is a Shady Shores Elementary. Um, I could not
1: believe, girl. I, and I was could like, not believe.
0: You go from Shady Shores to Shady Pines. No. How shady? No. J- June comes over and shares that her drag is Clatchet, a.k.a. Classy Ratchet. She is from Jacksonville, but lives in L.A. She transferred schools from Orlando to Fine Arts in L.A.
1: Dance is what stuck with her. I was so confused by classy Ratchet because I'm like, huh, nothing. I mean, I'm not an expert on Ratchet, so please take it with a grain of salt. But nothing that she's shown so far, and including her runway later, none of it's been Ratchet. You know what I mean? You know, I agree. everything or classy. You know what I mean? I like agree. It seems more like, if I were to describe her, it seemed more like she's a ready-to-wear-a-label kind of girl. Mm-hmm. A label whore, she before. said it. A label whore, agreed.
0: Her talent will be African dance. She thinks it'll be her edge over the other girls. As she says, she can't have a name like Jambalaya and give the people white rice. She is pulling out her black girl magic.
1: Girl, no ham or celery here.
0: <laughs> Orion's story joins Rue, and because she is wearing a beaver hat, a raccoon hat rue asked her if she fancies herself a drag daniel boone i am uncomfortable again very uncomfortable.
1: yeah yeah this interaction i was like i feel like any time rue meets someone with that curly long hair he did this with crystal method i think he kind of gets turned on yeah i think that's his type i'm kind of like okay you little freak get it all right, well, all right. It doesn't have curly
0: curly hair it was it was the the, the raccoon hat that just got her going she's like uh, what what oh, are you, country girl? right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. We haven't we haven't seen an interaction between Bosco and Rue yet.
1: I I literally was thinking of Bosco. I was thinking of Bosco. Yeah. You're right. The Raccoon Hat. Maybe they now, should just likes the backwoods.
0: Maybe Rue says it is was interesting watching her audition tape as it was very introspective. Now, Orion, please reveal this audition tape. I need to see what got you on the show, and I must know how stoned you were during it.
1: Mm-hmm. And the fact that your tape was described as introspective, I'm like, baby, release the tape. Let us I, see. I need to see it. Orion says
0: she is introspective because she spent a lot of time alone with her dysfunctional family. She crafted and made her own clothes. For her talent, she will be doing a comedy skit, aerobics, trailer park fantasy.
1: Boy, yeah, choices. My back, my back hurts thinking about that. Oh girl,
0: Rue. Summons Willow over, and of course, in baby talk, take a drink. (laughs)
1: I know, literally.
0: Hold on. (laughs) Rue calls her an oddball. She says that she is from a tribe of people, and Evie Oddly has helped her. They met at Willow's first drag show she did, and then she made a documentary about Evie for
1: college. Where is it? Reveal it. I want to see it. I know. I when she said that, I was like, that is so sweet. But why have we not seen it? Exactly.
0: Rue wants to know where Willow gets her sense of humor, and she says darkness relatable i think we're all we all find some darkness uh funny
1: will reveals
0: that she has grown up chronically ill and that has had a lot of trauma there she has cystinosis and it blocks your kidneys and eyeballs and your fingers and grows crystals in your eyes and rue is having fun with you guessed it baby talk time Will pill
1: i know girl she's i'm i'm taking another drink
0: I just don't know if I were Willow, if I'd be like, oh my God, this is so funny. Or if this is like really, really uncomfortable.
1: I know. I'm like, Willow, are you excited because it feels like Rue already likes you? Or are you, do you feel like she's making fun of you? Like, how I right. wonder what Willow's feeling. For her talent,
0: she will not be shooting a documentary. But a lip sync and a self-care tutorial. When I heard this, I was like, oh, why? She wants to be chaotic and she doesn't know if people are going to understand it. <laughs>
1: I just, this whole, her whole essence, I was like, okay, all right. And then you saw it and you're like, oh, bitch, this bitch going crazy. Yeah. We're gonna cut
0: to a confessional where Alyssa Hunter, the beauty from Puerto Rico says, she's worried about Willow Pillow as she doesn't know what she's doing. And now <laughs> the producer will say Willow Pill. And Alyssa's like, it's not Willow Pillow? <laughs> So, like, when was this confessional filmed? I hope she called her Willow Pillow all season long.
1: Like, I really hope that every time they interact, she's like, Oh, love you, Willow Pillow. And, and Willow just, just can't desitated. say nothing. Yeah, exactly. Willow's like, Love you, girl. <laughs>
0: Again, I'm going to make another seraphim uh, comparison when people used to call her Sarah. And then she's like, Okay. Like, that's <laughs> like, not her name. Like, There's no Sarah there.
1: Okay, well,
0: Rue gathers the girls around and tells them that there is an extra special guest judge. It's Lizzo! Cornbread is the number one Lizzo impersonator in LA. She coined the title herself. She is excited.
1: I love this. I'm so excited. Like Lizzo loves drag.
0: Oh, absolutely. Who would be your number one special guest icon judge?
1: Amy Lee from Evanescence. It really would. If I met her baby and they let me do Bring Me to Life as the lip sync song, I would lose my shit, girl. I, I'm a hardcore, I was born in the early 90s. I'm a hardcore Evanescence fan. If she was there, oh, I would lose my shit.
0: Her now, old how old. many other drag queens would be able to pick her out of a lineup?
1: None. I, I don't think anyone. I think anyone who saw her in person would think she was a fan. Right.
0: Okay, it's Elimination Day and the talent shows upon
1: them. Well, what would Adam Lambert. Uh, He's been on the show before, twice. I know. Uh, He almost had sex with uh, April Carrion when he was on last time. Uh,
0: Yeah, he was. (laughs) That was his first time. The second time was the infamous uh, first ever girl group challenge
1: on All Stars um, 3. Wow, your memory is so good.
0: I just Because I can remember the colors. I'm a very visual person because it was him, Mm. Baby Spice, and all those fun colors from... uh, uh, sitting on a secret and then um, drag up your life. Oh, because... Yes! Oh my god! Full know, circle, Beavis of Harbinette! Tiki tiki, 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 tiki tiki
1: Yes! Full circle, wow.
0: Alright, Cornbread is excited. She got some butterflies in her stomach. No tea, no Asia O'Hara. I was like, there's yeah. a meme. I'll take I know. it.
1: She is so reality TV ready. It's brilliant.
0: Cornbread has also brought her own sage spray to ward off the spirits in the workroom because bitches be bringing demons.
1: Roll agreed. I would absolutely bring in my. I don't have it here, but I have one of those like, um, lemon from Canada's drag race none candles. I would bring <laughs> that and I would put it right in front of my station. I'd like mm-hmm. it every day. Alyssa
0: is excited to play the guitar, she loves rock and roll. Just wait, friends. Just wait. <laughs> bosco is so comfortable with her routine but there are a lot of moving parts to it she is doing burlesque and she likes to combine sexy with a little bit of stupid so it cements the fact that she is in on the joke Mm -hmm. she says there will be eventually be 14 of them and notes that they need to catch their attention right now this is her chance to set the pace of this set of girls carrie's going to tell us that Cornbread makes her so comfortable and they bring out the auntie and each other. They met mm-hmm. in a little bar when they were both hosting. They said they just had a spirit touching moment. Aww. Carrie says that it took her coming to LA to learn that the South needs Jesus, even though they think they have him. Cornbread's going to now tell us a story where she grew up in the church scene and the pastor brought her up in front of everyone to embarrass her. He was pushing her stomach and saying there were demons inside. And she was like, you were trying, but I'm petty so She let out a demon
1: and farted. I loved it so much.
0: I didn't think that's where the story was going. I was like, Oh my god, we're really in a heartfelt moment.
1: <laughs> she, like, oh, she blew it, she blew it, girl. She said, Yeah, they really brought me up there, and I straight up shit my pants.
0: <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, we've, we haven't heard this plot line on Drag Race before. And she's I like, know. Fuck you, we're not getting it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: she's like, You're not getting this from me, girl. It's only episode one.
0: Meanwhile, the siren's going to blare. It's always a scary moment nowadays. Something ain't right. Is it New Queens? Is it COVID? What is happening? What are we I doing? Know. The screen turns on. It's that bitch Lizzo. She tells him to look over there, points into the door. The door opens and there she is. TV magic oh, walks right in.
1: Wow. Looking absolutely gorgeous.
0: Willow can't believe Lizzo is in front of her face and she looks so half-baked. Chances are that Orion actually was
1: yeah oh a thousand percent somehow she snuck in she snuck in weed and i need to know how
0: absolutely Lizzo went rogue and says she doesn't have much time but wants to congratulate them and tells them to be a motherfucking star she show the bitches who is boss who's gonna win motherfucking me Mm -hmm. she felt it in her shonda rhymes
1: I literally, when you meet a celebrity that just lives for a drag like Lizzo does, it just makes you feel so heartwarming because there yeah. are so many celebrities I like, like go on the show and it's more of like a oh let's see what this is kind of deal. Yeah. But Lizzo was like oh I'm a drag stan. I mean you know I don't know, I mean? know if you saw
0: uh, any of the queens um, show on their stories like they like most of them got followed by Ariana Grande over the weekend. I know, and they all they all freaked
1: out. Of course, I would do if Ariana Grande followed me, bitch. Like so wonderful, but they She's just a bigger really fan do... than most of us. I know they really just love drag. I love that.
0: Well, Lizzo fired them up, and they are going to get ready for America's Got Talent. Carrie tells us that we're going to get African dance, a rock and roll session, Bosco chicken and waffles, and doing burlesque. And Willow, she doesn't know what Willow's going to do, but it'll be a good show. Watch <laughs> yeah. America,
1: girl. Watch.
0: All right let's head to the main stage we get the typical cover music and then wait what's this something different a new main stage song no 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 it is rue kicking off the talent show with a rendition of her new song catwalk on the brand new studio album mama rue that came out that day
1: come on synergy
0: like y'all didn't have that fucking planned
1: i know like y'all didn't have that in the works for months but i literally can't help but I smiled the whole time Rue was performing. It just felt, you know, everyone's always like, oh, Rue needs to do more. But I'm also like, it just feels so, I don't well, know, early seasons. Yeah, I don't mean, I don't mean to keep pictures, this, you know, four harness boys, Rue
0: moving like mm-hmm. she is 61 years old, like basically hips back and forth and walking. That's all she can do. Don't expect oh anything God. else from her. Baby, I can barely do that now
1: and I'm 29. You know what I mean? Like, baby, she's in full drag. She's corseted. She looks amazing. I love also, it. Also,
0: I gotta know, are these boys short intentionally or is she just towering over them?
1: I need to know everyone's heights. Like, are yeah. they five seven or is Rue just literally like seven one? Like what is happening here?
0: Yeah. I believe is Rue is I believe Rue is six four out of drag. Oh. <gasps> and i don't think that she's wearing gag.
1: high heels wow can you imagine meeting rupaul and she's six seven and you're like yeah oh, hi.
0: i mean could you like yeah the casting call find the shortest people in la <laughs>
1: yeah oh and i wonder how not to you know see anyone's sexual orientation but i wonder if those boys are single because damn those <laughs> artists yeah baby i was in
0: now one of them was forced to lip sync. And how long before Dancer number three is a contestant on Drag Race? Baby,
1: I'm waiting for Winter Green and, and Boy number three to be on season 15.
0: Now, we'll just take it for a hot second. I uh, in, the, in the new um Pop Five uh, weekly wrap up, we already
1: discussed it, but have you streamed Mama Ru yet? Oh, yes, of course, of course. Are you Absolutely. A fan of it? I actually, there are some songs on it. I'm like, in comparison to the other albums, I'm like, I would. I would listen to this, yeah, I would listen to this. Like, I feel like sometimes I listen to RuPaul songs and I'm like, I'm listening to this because the other girls are on it. Not that I don't love Ru, obviously, but most of the time I'm like, oh, the bitch tracks are why I'm listening. But some of these songs I'm like, I'm adding this to my playlist, baby, you better go. Yeah. Well, Well, the boys disappear.
0: Ru announces we have Michelle Visage, the hilarious and super skinty and now newly engaged Ross Matthews and of course Lizzo.
1: I know, love.
0: We are going to start off with the talent show. Oh Lord, here we go. June Jemalai kicks us off, and she gets a pass for no shoes. It works with the dance. Mm -hmm. I'm very critical of the no shoes thing, um, or um, what Mary Cherry wore on uh, Dracula. But (laughs) June is giving you regional tour of the Lion King. She's got the power, but she left her bobby pins at home because that hairband is not her friend. It just kept falling further and further farther than willow's sunglasses
1: girl that hairband was her inner saboteur it really was it kept coming down i felt so bad i was like girl just put it down put it over your neck
0: rip it also off the undies the undies no ma'am no mama Not i you. know
1: for it me i tough. felt
0: it was very repetitive i was missing a narrative talent yes good men.
1: Yeah, I have to agree. I will say though, the athleticism absolutely, the routine, I could not do what she did. So I have to give props like, wow, she really like, really athletics wise and like performance wise, baby, she was moving. She got off the ground, you know what I mean? But unfortunately there were so many things that were working against her. It was hard to celebrate that, you know?
0: Bosco is serving you seductive Hollywood starlet wearing a dress that looks like a rose. She looks super sexy, super seductive. I love how she just pulled the petals off one by one, really smart, mm-hmm. burlesque. And you know what? She was fully tucked because um, that rose in the booty proved it. Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, I, she looks gorgeous. I thought this was a
0: good first impression from Bosco.
1: Me too. I really liked it. I will only, th- my only thing when I was watching it, the only thing I will say is I was watching it and I was like, baby, roses, rose petals. I'm like, if you're not gonna be as iconic as Sasha, move away. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was gorgeous, but in comparison to the burlesques we have seen, it was very like middle of the road for me.
0: Absolutely. Alyssa Hunter comes out looking like a sexy bowie rock princess, and we see the guitar at the edge of the stage. And guess what? The thing isn't even plugged in. She's not playing.
1: Yeah. Liar girl, she said, I'm playing the guitar, Mm -hmm. and what she meant was, Baby, I'm picking up a guitar. That's it, she picked it up. I could not believe that was her talent. Um, I
0: loved her body harness, though the tatted illusion, nude illusion, left a little bit to be desired because it wasn't skin tight, it it was a little wrinkly.
1: It was almost like the skim milk of rock and roll. Like you said, <laughs> I'm playing the guitar and giving you rock edge and you come out in a weird tatted nude illusion and you pick up a guitar and airstroke it, at least break it. You know what I mean? Right. exactly. Something. At least fucking Silky
0: broke the shit. Exactly. Now... Carrie Colby said, I want a lip sync to Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. And production said, I think we still may have the rights for part of that song. So here, sure, go for it. And for the first time, the show has granted music to a contestant for a moment that's not a lip sync.
1: Congrats to you, Miss Carrie. I was gagged. I was like, so do they just have those rights to all these songs and they're like, they can use them whenever now? They
0: must. They must. I yeah, loved her rich. look. I thought it was very youthful, very playful, but I had that Carrie edge with the tummy. She looks sexy as all hell. Agreed. Um, I know this was high active, high risk performance so she can get away with the sneakers, but I wish they were fully bedazzled. Like go full in. When she finally got to the jump rope, she was in her element and did quite well, though there were a few mess ups so she carried on and you couldn't let anything stop her.
1: I agree. My only critique, I feel like she could have won if she started the number jump roping. If there was just more jump roping.
0: Yep. Orion's story comes out coughing with a cigarette coming out of her mouth. She found a couple of pills in her bottom of her purse that then rested her eyes for a couple days. Okay, I see where you're going. We're getting a sketch comedy sans a fully realized character. Her name is Two Stroker, the number one aerobics instructor in all of Whispering Oaks trailer parks. She's going to leave them with one important position. It's the Stroker 5000, or as they call it in South America, the Horn Dog Corn Dog. <laughs> i just don't know where she was going and neither did she
1: yeah i really really want to celebrate originality absolutely but baby to quote rupaul where were the jokes (laughs) you know what i mean where were the jokes that is i like yes do something different but baby make sure it's funny if you're doing a comedy thing make sure it's funny i agree it was rough
0: cornbread has her own song ready for the main stage and well she did that first off mm-hmm. the attention to detail the rhinestone grocery bag with an ear of corn and a loaf of bread
1: like and the missing like the oh. milk the
0: kicker was the milk carton with merle ginsburg on the side under missing iconic classic oh, she like, what, did
1: that the attention to detail made mm-hmm. me literally wet i was like oh bitch Should lip syncing be a
0: winning talent in the talent show on Drag Race? If it's as good as cornbreads, you
1: fucking bet. I agree. Baby, lip syncing is a talent. We have literally based a career off of lip syncing. So we can't say it's not a talent. I agree with like, oh, if it's not, first of all, it's an original song she wrote herself. And second of all, it was done perfectly. I'm like, yeah, that can be a winning lip. Like, yes, of course, it's like we want to see, oh, it's a talent show on a drag show. So maybe do something other than lip syncing. But she just did it so well. I don't give a fuck. I agree.
0: I mean, we, we also have to remember that, like, in the U.S., the main talent that drag queens have is lip syncing. You mm-hmm. go to the U.K., not the case. It's, oh, it's they're all singing. singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, i mean i remember all the day being like yeah that first uh lip sync for his kitty was the first time i've ever lip synced i was like oh fuck you bitch
1: yeah wow yeah. that is fierce honestly good for you i guess
0: with cornbread i love that necklace it was fried chicken and she ate it and then when it was in her mouth it looked like a dick
1: it really did and i was like at first i saw it i was like is that a fried penis but then i was like oh no 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 okay it just looks like <laughs> yeah, a penis, yeah. just looks like a penis.
0: All right. well, it's time for Rue to introduce Willow Pill, and guess what? Take a drink.
1: I need it for this.
0: (laughs) The bitch steps out on that stage in a white nightgown, blonde hair, and Seraphim's fucking face. Willow also gets the honor of selecting music, and she has chosen Enya's Only Time. If this is not camp, I don't know what is. From song selection alone, I knew this was going to be brilliant.
1: When this started, I was like, oh, my edible just kicked in. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, no way. Also,
0: how she get a full-size bathtub to Drag Race? That don't fit in a suitcase.
1: I know. And also, real quick, can we talk about her body? She She is ripped. Yes. I was like when she showed her ass i was like willow yeah you are 11 get that of the screen <laughs> <laughs> well
0: throughout this number we see her do insane things like pour wine into a bathtub devour spaghetti and meatballs with her bare hands derobe into an 80s workout lingerie and toss a toaster into the tub what did we just witness i don't know it was chaotic in the best way possible i mean stupid entertaining
1: Yeah, I agree. I think this is what we've been missing from drag a little bit these last past seasons. It's that we want perfection, because we want polished perfection because it's so nice to look at, but without the contrast of rough around the edges, camp hysteria, you don't appreciate it all. You know what I mean? Like you need Willow and Carrie in the same season. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're, we're going to get when we get to the critiques, like Rue's going to say something that for the first time, I was like, I really respect you, Ru. I haven't had this respect for you in a long time, but we'll get, yeah. mm-hmm. get there. But category is signature show stopping drag in honor of the runway and Willow's Entrance. We are going to play showstopper or flip flopper.
1: <laughs> okay, All
0: right. First up, June Jambalaya. Look by Walt wall fashion group jewels by need for bling hair by a special units now when she stepped out on that stage i was like incredible she looks brilliant she's sparkling in all the right ways her sheer cape is giving her flow the new illusion is on point point." and then the camera panned out and that new illusion jumpsuit was well capri fucking pants bitch are you fucking kidding me did they not fit or something? How dare you they not go that low. If you know you are going to have good 3 inches from that bottom to the booty, you best wear a, but, a high boots
1: covered up. I know, I was so confused. I was like, is I was like, did you do the fitting without shoes on or did you Want it that length? Like, is that capri length something that you enjoy? I don't know. And then it was a- the
0: more she moved, and the camera was close up to her, the nude illusion was buckling all over the place. Like maybe there was travel wrinkles. No excuses. This is Drag Race.
1: I know it's tough because as a drag queen that wants to be on the show, I want to give her a pass because this is literally you have gone from. 1500 followers to the Olympics of drag you know what I mean not to say that like followers means anything but just in the grand scheme of everything like I feel like if this is if you're so new to this of course you're going to be overwhelmed and miss the details of it all so I do want to give her a pass and say wow you will look gorgeous goddess but it is season 14 and the olympics of drag it's like of course michelle is going to clock those things you know what i mean
0: for me automatic all points off do not pass go miss june yeah Uh, ross says she came out and had something to say michelle said it was meaningful but she was focusing on her headband that was falling down they saw control top panties and biker shorts she says she can see the dark shorts and tights in this look she tells her to focus on the little details because they are going to matter
1: Mm-hmm. June
0: starts to get upset and Lizzo asks her if she is having a moment. She says yes. And Lizzo says she felt her when she walked out there because when you bring culture into your talent, it makes her want to know more about you. She had the Pussy Willows on the set. She asked for coming to America and that's what they gave her. Lizzo tells her to keep bringing the Pussy Willows as she is a beautiful soul. And how many times did our friend Pussy Willow get shout outs? I know. I
1: was like, say, damn, Pussy, they need to give you some royalties, mom. Right. And what a Um, beautiful critique from a celebrity guest judge. Wow. Again, she cares. She wants them to grow. She cares. It's so nice to see. It's so warm, especially for the first episode. Like, really well done, Lizzo. I love y'all.
0: Well, we already know where I'm going on this one. It's a flip-flopper. Not going to work for me.
1: Yes, I have to agree. I have to say, unfortunately, it's a flip-flopper. But I want to say that even though it's a flip-flopper, she's gorgeous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Audience. 55% 55% showstopper, 45% flip-flopper. Whoa,
1: okay, come on now, 55%.
0: Next up is Bosco, no designers listed. She says it's quintessential Bosco. I like it, it's something different. She's giving you like the sparkle of drag while giving you some demonic nightmares pinup girl. Yeah, I'm I wish for her now. sake, she would not have done two devil-inspired looks in one episode, but
1: I guess you can't really help that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Oh, it sucks that th- you probably thought this was going to be later in the season and you didn't think it was going to happen the way it happened. But mm-hmm. that being said, still one of my top looks of, the, of yeah. the week.
0: The titty horns are camp. The horn hair is iconic. I was here for mm. it.
1: I want to know who made it.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm sure she'll post a photo soon, but Ross mm-hmm. loves the name Bosco as his drag name is Costco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: he loves burlesque because it is so playful. He says the removing of a pedal at one at time was whimsical. So mm-hmm. says she's got glamour, fashion, and beauty. She knows how Marilyn Monroe was the face of the generation but mm-hmm. was also a fucking comic genius. Yeah, That's the
1: spark she sees in her. That's such a good critique. Showstopper for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Showstopper for me. A great look the Ridge, audience
0: 94% favorites. showstopper 6% flip-flopper
1: mm, interesting uh, wow I wonder who why they thought it was a flop I, I was like damn it's gorgeous. maybe because it was just a catsuit but whatever
0: Alyssa Hunter no designers listed I thought this was breathtaking look I'm obsessed mm-hmm. I think the feathers are giving her poise and make her look expensive I love the hat it's vintage and a different side of Alyssa I know there will be comments about who she is later on but we know she is a pageant queen she is giving you pageant it is high quality content be grateful it is not a repurposed gown Mm -hmm. the color on her is exquisite it warms her up in that dark burgundy lip i mean i'll take a kiss on the cheek and never wipe it
1: off absolutely it she looks extraordinary i do have to agree though i'm like what is your style you know what i mean like the three looks you've given us are so different And none of them to me say Alyssa Hunter. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh, I I agree. I can't can't put my finger on what she is saying with her drag other than polished perfection.
0: I agree. Ross loves that she did a rock song and they don't see a lot of that there. Michelle says it was a bit one note and it was a bit little flat. Lizzo says she looks incredible, but she thought she knew who she was. And now she doesn't know who the fuck she is. Rue. Says her number should have been designed to get to know who she is and go, ah, I know her. I love her.
1: Yeah, I kind of agree.
0: The look, though, it is a showstopper. Stunning.
1: Agreed. A showstopper. So fucking good. So expensive, too. I'm sure that was a pretty penny penny.
0: Audience, 88%
1: showstopper, 12% flip flopper. Ooh, 12% flip flopper. Interesting.
0: Next up, Carrie Colby, Lion Coat by Marco Marco, K dress mm. by Bashore. If this is Signature, I get it. She's referential in fashion, but I was hoping for a little more. I was, I was thought I was going to be impressed. It was fine. I think in a way it felt redundant coming one season behind Simone wearing the Polaroid dress. Mm. A dress gives you the same storyline. Yeah. I think the fur coat was good for the reveal, but when she was walking, it was very dominating and took away from the incredible body. I would have revealed to the K dress and took the coat off right away. That being said, with you seeing the detail and the stoning on the shoulders with the lion, I don't think you want to drop that thing on the floor.
1: That's what I would. have. I absolutely agree with that. I think she was like, baby, this coat was expensive. I'm not putting this on no floor. Ross
0: says, as soon as she picked up the jumper, it was next level. He wishes it would have come a little sooner. Ross likes the look as it's branding. Michelle said it was really impressive, but wanted her to go full soup and let herself go. Lizzo mm-hmm. says that we all we all not thinking but now we are she is glad she had kept a lot of K's as opposed to just three of them I can't believe they kept that line in the edit I just was
1: so shocked I was like
0: I mean it was Cornbread's face that was all of us I was like Lizzo you just said that you, you, no I was like camp <laughs> Yeah, it was uncomfortable because it's not the last time we're going to get a comment like this in this episode.
1: I was like, um, damn, okay, y'all are, are a little raunchy this season, okay? This,
0: look, it's its a showstopper for me, but it's not my favorite.
1: I have to agree. I am going to showstop it as well because she looks absolutely incredible and I love the pieces. I just would, its it's middle of the road. It's middle of the road for me, but on the higher end.
0: All right. Audience: sixty-seven percent showstopper, thirty-three percent flip flopper.
1: Yeah, I think they kind of agree with us. Like it's a two, but it's on like yeah. the it's on the lo- lo- lower half of the showstopper.
0: We got Orion's story. Look by Orion. There are a lot of details to this, and it's just well not constructed well. Like yeah. the details are bad. The boobs were not filly Doily. The pearls were kind of haphazard on there. Um At least her cat suit went all the way down to her toes and she was wearing those open toe shoes.
1: Yeah, and she made it herself, like credit where credit is due, girl. Like, yeah. Wow, incredible. You're, you've are you made all of the looks you have shown so far, very impressive. But- The exactly. hair,
0: very shake and go in a vintage way. And the three titties was just a reminder why I miss Blue Hydrangea when she did it
1: better. Oh, I literally, I. that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, oh, not the three titties. Lizzo says... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say I liked that she was trying to give something different than what she's already given in the episode, but I just didn't like it.
0: Lizzo says she makes her very uncomfortable. She doesn't know (laughs) what's happening with the three titties. Rue says Lizzo is triggered by the boobs. She is triggered by her looking like she's been picking cotton. Who the hell was editing this episode? Like,
1: who... who was like, yeah, leave that in. Oh yeah, after the KKK joke, yeah, 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 leave that in, leave that in. I was like, like oh my God. I was like, oh my God, girls, we are unhinged. And like season. what,
0: I mean, you have to give Orion credit for just standing there and and, and taking it, but like, I don't know how
1: I would have reacted. I would have not said a word. I would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, Michelle gives her credit for attempting to do something different, but she thinks it needed a lot more workshopping. Ross says she's got the fearlessness, but it's about the structure. She needs to have joke after joke after joke after joke. The look, not great. It's a flip-flopper.
1: Yeah, a flip-flopper for me as well. But a lot of points for originality.
0: Yeah. The audience, 31% showstopper, 69% flip-flopper. Hmm. Corbett Chateau, no design is listed, but I don't know if this was what she was planning for this runway. But she heard Lizzo was there and she said, I'm not throwing away my shot. It's Lizzo on the runway. Yeah. I think the look is immaculate as far as shape. Ooh. She knows her body and she is proud of it. She's not hiding anything. Where she completely ruined it was going bald with the headpiece and looks like it was going to fall off at any moment. You see Lizzo in the workroom before you step on that stage, she is fucking killing it with that giant hair. Find the giant wig in your suitcase and make a last minute switch out.
1: I agree. I understand the reference, the Rihanna uh, bald cage yeah. moment, but even Rihanna had a, like a finger wave. You know what I mean? Right. Even Rihanna had some cute little like, I know, I understand what she was going for, like kind of androgynous and edgy. And I love it yeah but i just think the look would have been more successful if that little cage net was over some kind of hair. i agree i agree yeah
0: michelle says the look is beautiful she loves the rap but she thinks it needed some hype because it squashes her she tells her to proportionize and calls out the holes in her fishnets michelle says she couldn't understand a lot of the song and they got every fifth or sixth word lizards gonna jump in and says don't come for her girl comrade." She understood everything. She loved the song and called her funny as hell. She calls her a superstar. Now, Ruth says that she speaks Black folk and understood a little bit more than Michelle.
1: You know, it just, the critiques were, as they went on, I was like, I'm kind of uncomfortable, but I'm also uh-huh. like, is that my white guilt? You know what I mean? Correct. like, is that just a me thing specifically? And also like, I feel like, m- Michelle was critiquing for the sake of critiquing, if that makes sense. I agree. Like sometimes I do think she does that to be like a devil's advocate kind of girl. Absolutely. She wants to help them grow. Because she was nipped in. Her body looked amazing. Like the tights were ripped, of course, call that out. But I thought her waist and everything, I thought she looked good.
0: Corbett starts to get emotional. So Rue gives the obligatory, what are you feeling? Cormor says this is her dream. She says she's not a person that cries like that. She's a thug, but there is something happening in the best way possible. And Ruth says she's getting confirmation about something she already knew her whole life, as she mm. is in a place where others can see it. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of with Col- Carrie Colby, it's a very, very, very soft showstopper.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. I think if she had literal different hair, I w- this would have been my favorite look of
0: mine. I agree. Hair. Audience, kind of on our page. 66% showstopper, 34% flip-flopper.
1: Mm, fair, 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 fair. And
0: finally, Willow Pill. And no <laughs> I listed. but guess what? You know how Rue introduced her. Take a drink. I
1: know. Damn.
0: She is really a unique specimen in drag. I thought this was going to be my take on Bosco this episode, but Willow is shocking me in all the right ways. I agree. Um, I think the blue and green latex is a great yet odd color story. It works in a futuristic sense. I adore the playfulness with the side pony in green. It's not that terrible neon green that looks fake. This looks less fake. Um, the headphones. I feel like we're another homage to my girl Scarlet Harlot once again, and I yeah. miss her. <laughs> Scarlet, call me. Come and on, once again, and her. yeah, um, yeah. I like this look. It was fun.
1: Yeah, I. I'm torn because I was. I wasn't expecting this from willow so i like it right i just think like and this is personally i think the colors are so ugly i don't know like i was like if these were different colors i think it would be a showstopper but i hate the colors so much i think it's a flip for me
0: (laughs) all right well Once again, Rue's going to introduce her uh, with baby talks to drink up, bitches. Lizzo says, this isn't her favorite look up there and doesn't like the Kermit, the frog hands. Michelle says her skin is crawling. Just looking at her with that color (laughs) on her body. (laughs) She thought her talent was fun. Ross still couldn't tell her what she, what he saw, but loves that. (laughs) She brought it. Rue got it and fucking loved it. Rue says she comes from the world of drag and calls her incredible. She showed them the absurdity of all of the things people take so seriously She told them about her life. She's had health issues. Willow says that she's gone through dialysis, a kidney failure, and transplants, but she feels like Mm. sometimes she's swallowed in the darkness in her head. To translate it into humor and to have her understood means everything to her.
1: Oh, I loved this moment. So heartwarming. So beautiful. Absolutely.
0: Now, we don't usually go through the critiques when the judges are sitting together, but Rue's going to compare her to the sketch comedy of monty python's flying circus and that when i was when i knew okay rich rue is in tune she knows what she's talking about we Mm -hmm. mock her all the time but she she, she got it i agree being able to call out monty python was i think really important to me because we can't forget the comedians like that they really Mm -hmm. paved the way for absurdist humor and as a self-proclaimed python it got me a bit emotional hearing RuPaul talk about monty python on the American version of the show.
1: I agree my father is the made me watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail maybe more times than I can count in my entire life as a kid and I loved this moment because you have to think about like even some of the most like to bring like a pinnacle in theater the producers and yeah. at the time when they the producers when they did it and they literally had a song called Springtime for Hitler that oh. you think would have shocked the world and been disgraceful and all this, but people loved it because it was so over the top satirical. I think Willow is that kind of drag. I agree. And
0: I I think that's really important for the, the younger viewers of Drag Race to understand this humor still does exist. I mean again mm-hmm. I, I, I grew up on Monty Python. I grew up on Mel Brooks. I I those those are that's the kind of humor that I go for mm-hmm. and like I, even with Monty Python, like literally the song the Lumberjack song it, 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 it's <laughs> this th- th- that's what this is yeah I mean, that was like the seventies. and and yeah they're making fun of um masculine stereotypes. but it's funny and we still laugh I know. at it
1: absurdist and it's still humor. true. yes, I agree the absurdest humor of it all. Now,
0: I know you're going flip flopper here. I'm going to go show stopper because I think it is true to Willow. That being said, I think the audience right in the middle is again 66% show stopper, 34% flip flopper.
1: I think the garment itself is beautiful. If it was any other color, I think I would have loved it, you know.
0: All right, so since this is the main show, we do not do an untucked junior. We get the full untucked which we'll be discuss after this, but honestly, I think I'm team international series where the untucked is incorporated into the main show. It just feels natural. I am over the prolonged dead air conversations. Give me the best five to 10 minutes and call it a day.
1: I agree. And especially this untucked, they were just crying so much.
0: Well, Rue has decided that cornbread is the winner-winner chicken necklace. She mm-hmm. wins a cash prize of $5,000. Mm-hmm. Mosca, Willow Pill, Carrie Colby, and Alyssa Hunter are safe leaving June Jumbalaya and Orion story as the bottom two. Do you agree?
1: I think that I do. The only, I don't know if I would have put Alyssa or June in the bottom. For me personally, I've, I think I have to agree that Alyssa's runway did save her but I think I just hated her talent so much like you told us you were gonna play (laughs) a guitar and you picked up a guitar not plugged in and pretended to play it like I was so mad I I was like no how dare you so I feel like personally just for that I wouldn't put Alyssa in the bottom but looking at the overall package I can understand why June was in the bottom the song is
0: "Water Me" by Lizzo. Let us be honest here: there was no way in hell that Orion nah. was beating June in this one. No way. No, it happening. was
1: like when Widow versus Jan and Shaka Khan was there, and it was a Shaka right. Khan song. You were like, "Oh, bye, Jan, sorry, girl."
0: June is giving you drama. It is on point. Orion is mm-hmm. going can't be rude, and that's all she could do. She did what she could do.
1: Mm-hmm. June
0: had to wrap her little capelets around her arms, otherwise, she was going down. Mm. Orion does a good wig reveal to a very thirsty wig while well, June rips mm. one cape sleeve off and the other one well gets stuck on there. She's like <laughs> <laughs> okay I I
1: Orion that,
0: she tried but Orion was just outmatched she did save her trick to the end while June almost slid right into her. We've seen that many times where clash of uh I was
1: like tricks. careful girl watch those knees baby. I've seen those Oof. knees go out too many times.
0: Mm-hmm. This was a great, passionate start to the season, but there really was one result. Gian wins, meaning Orion will be sashing away. God. it's been a you while since see, we've had a girl go. Yeah. you could see her gutted and says, "Well, boots, it's time to start walking." Again, a good bookend to her entrance, but I still eh, don't I get it. I don't
1: get it. Is that girl from Michigan? That song, like, did Dance she write not it? Not sure. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. That girl, sorry, my apologies. But you know what I mean? Like, is she from <laughs> yeah. Michigan? Like, is that the joke? I don't know.
0: All right, let's discuss untucks. We're going to go through it. Um, listeners, we're going to... We may start cutting down the Untucked discussion a little bit just because, I don't know, I'm getting tired of it. It's not me too. the show Especially when me. it's
1: just crying, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's no meat. It's just bread. Well,
0: first off, the opening voice... Over montage has some new additions. First, well, at the end of it, it's Elliot's "Oh My God," which I don't understand why it was included. And then we get Candy Muse's "If You Don't Have Star Quality, Get the Fuck Out of Here." I have to say, I am surprised Tamisha's "I Said What I Said" was not there.
1: I know, and I wonder if it's because Tamisha has such a bad reputation. World well, Wonder now—that's
0: fully what it was. It absolutely uh, was
1: us. because I'm sure they get residuals from that every time it plays. They right? have to. I know it's in their contract. I think.
0: Well, the girls head backstage as they wonder how they impress the judges. Um, what are the girls drinking this year? Good question. Can't tell because they're all in a drag race koozie.
1: Come on, marketing Do you think it's alcohol still? Or do you you think they're just giving them like bubblies?
0: Maybe, but it might have been canned alcohol. What could it be?
1: It might be (laughs) marinas? Bitch, if I got on Drag Race and they gave me a Bud Light Lime I would (laughs) live. I would go off. I'd be like, I'd, I'd ask for three, baby. That is luxury.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're drinking. Maybe maybe we'll have to um, go call Jasmine Kennedy and let us
1: know. Yeah, I hope they get alcohol. You deserve at least one call. Well, they all thought there. they were
0: getting alcohol, and then I think they saw what was there, and they're like, um, what's going on? That's what on? I'm
1: saying. I'm like, is it like a canned rosé or something? Like, I know I've seen yeah. those, but I'm like, if they're just giving you seltzer, baby, I'd be pissed. I'm like, I mm. already got a pee, girl.
0: Okay, well. They celebrate the fact that they got to walk on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. For Bosco, it's crazy. And June says it's an out-of-body dream. Willow shares that she's been lucid dreaming about being there, so she's having trouble deciphering what is reality and which is the dream. I wish I could lucid dream. Ever since seeing Inception, I was like, I want that to be my superpower.
1: Me too. And the fact that she was like, I don't know what's real. I was like, oh, girl, maybe stop lucid dreaming then. Relax.
0: Cornbread says you really got to stand out in front of your idol. And Bosco reminds her that Lizzo was living for her, even if she was wearing her costume. (laughs) Cornbread is proud to have performed a song of her own, but even though she's a country hoe and they may not have understood everything, the black people got it. Mm -hmm. Alyssa thinks Cornbread may be in the top and Cornbread says she's in the top looking hood AF. Bosco says it was not first episode critiques. They have eyeballs on all of them. They were a lot more intense. She knows they understood her perspective and they were impressed, which to her is a bit intense. But she is the first time, first first person in some time to be from Seattle. She says eight years, and the math would be right if we're talking about Benda Cram's first appearance Whoa. in '06. But alas, how are we? Why are we forgetting Robbie Turner? Six years I ago. Know. Yeah, girl, do not forget about good old Uber driver Robbie Turner. Careful now. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Bosco feels like she's already doing Seattle Proud. She's been working in a cafe, so the only critiques she's been getting have been, well, this was supposed to be iced. I mean, let's be real. real. There's only iced coffee. You don't drink hot coffee if you're gay.
1: No, who drinks uh, drinks hot coffee? I would never. Not in this. I've already had my, this is my second iced coffee today, (laughs) (laughs) girl.
0: Carrie feels like she fell in the middle. It's not her favorite, but she's grateful to be there. And we're going to get an untucked exclusive where we learn that Rue's favorite part of Carrie's look are the brown boots. Sell those boots, baby, Mm -hmm. and sell them for triple the retail value. Bitch can afford it. Or bargain for a crown. Either way, do that.
1: I agree, girl. Those boots are gorgeous.
0: She then says she'll be selling the coat to Lizzo so she can, you know, pay off the coat. (laughs) Carnbread feels good being on stage with all of them and admits the first impressions change, especially how she felt about Willow. Though, she's still judging her for the (laughs) flip-flops.
1: I I loved that. I thought that was so funny.
0: Yeah, Alyssa judged Willow in her mind, but she taught her a lesson to not judge people. Mm -hmm. Willow says her entrance was meant to throw them all off, and Carrie loved the irreverence of the look, but if you look at the detail, it was all very put together.
1: Agree. A thousand percent agree.
0: Willow says she just gets babied a lot because she looks so young. June then goes on to tell her that they've seen dancing and lip syncing, but none of them have seen what they did on stage. She judged her based on what her perception of what drag is, and she reminded her that it is an art form.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Y'all never seen that kind of stuff, baby. You gotta go take a trip to Brooklyn. That's I know. I'm
1: like, just go down to Metropolitan, baby. You'll (laughs) see someone grab a candy cane and pull it out of their ass. You know what I mean? It's true.
0: Orion finally speaks up and says that drag is all about taking the piss out of reality.
1: It's Mm -hmm. true. Agreed. Loved that line.
0: Willow thought that she was going to go home, and she looked at the judges' faces with their mouths dropped and couldn't tell if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Her inner saboteur said that they are going to get her. Episode one, and the inner saboteur has already arrived. Please can we retire the
1: phrase? Can we please retire it? I know. The inner saboteur is here. Literally June's headband the whole time Mm -hmm. coming for her. Alyssa asks Willow why she was
0: sad when they were all doing her, their makeup, and we see in another Untucked exclusive that she walks back in and says she passed away, which, with her dark humor, is on point, but for a room of new people, I don't know if that was the best phrase to hear.
1: Yeah, I have to agree, especially not knowing everyone's trauma just yet, you right. know what I mean?
0: She tells them that she was in her feelings and that she was upset that she could go home first after all the blood, sweat, and tears all because she was flustered and she just wanted them to get it as it's lonely having dark dark thoughts all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's the tea. I mean, we, that's the we tea. There are a lot of people going through depression. I'm going through a depression. I got an appointment with my therapist after this. Like Literally, we it's, it's have been
1: in a global pandemic for almost three years, girls. I'm like nervous if you don't have bad mental health. Exactly. Like what's happening? What have you not been going through?
0: Cornbread says that she has six new sisters who have a lending ear and then tells her she is still a weird ass motherfucker.
1: I love it. I really, I loved, I loved the heartwarm of this Untucked, yeah. but it only needed to be six minutes. You know what I mean? I agree. Well, Cormorant says
0: that Willow got the best critiques and Bosco is like, not everybody um got bad critiques. And Cormorant's like, she got better critiques than you. And welcome to the first tension of Untucked.
1: I know. It was a little spice. And you could tell that Bosco wanted the clap back, but was uh-huh. like trying not you because the cameras were on i was mm-hmm. like oh bitch y'all getting nasty already
0: yep well june prides herself to be the beautiful thick cock girl but there were small details that were missed when you're at the drag olympics it's called out this could have been her moment and it may not have been now oh. she says they loved her talent but it was the small details that are bringing her down as she says it was a talent show and the talent girl is in the bottom you a self-proclaimed talent girl
1: I know. Like, no one else but you has said it. I Like, I love it. You know, say, say what you are. Go ahead. Have that confidence. But maybe not say you're the talent girl when you're not exactly. the talent, show.
0: She reveals to the room that she started to just wear tights. Like, why did she choose to wear tights? Well, she says it was for self-consciousness. Millions of people will see and judge her, and she didn't want them to say she moved good, but look at her thighs. She didn't want the masses to judge. And I think that's a really important thing to hear. Um, mm-hmm. because, I mean, we, we discuss it, but I, I don't think you or I discussed her thighs, even mm-hmm. if she didn't wear the biker shorts.
1: I know, like, it, it's so crazy that, obviously, these are all human beings with their own perspective and their own lens of what they think people are going to zero on a, a about or zero in about, and clearly hers is rooted in body dysmorphia, which is so sad because we celebrate her for that, but, you know, right. it's hard, especially in the world we live in, the amount of people that automatically cater to a cisgendered white thin girl off the bat without any talent or pre-existing notion, just a picture and they have a hundred thousand followers already. You know what I mean? For the bigger POC girls, I I I would also feel a certain kind of way, but like we my headphones just fine. Like, <laughs> celebrate her for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So tough. Yeah.
0: Carrie says that she is going to have a lot of people love and relate her. Alyssa says that she seems like a good person and she appreciates that Mm
1: -hmm. Alyssa
0: is an energy person she loves this group but she's having a lot of emotions there are so many people in puerto rico rooting for her and she's not feeling happy possibly being at the bottom she says english isn't her first language she tries her best to communicate but it's hard for her she wants to be herself and show the world who she is she speaks from her heart she wants to connect with each of them as far as they're all far away from their family and friends She's emotional, and I say, come cry on my shoulder, babe. Mm -hmm. But Cornbread tells her that if they have a problem understanding her, just say, huh, and ask her to repeat it. They see her for her talent and for what she's packing in her shorts. Her words, not mine. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Orion, saying words again, says that she has no problem understanding Alyssa, but she then calls out Cornbread for her the hole in her tights, which Cornbread calls her Miss Christmas Tree Skirt. She's not wrong.
1: Girl, Cornbread was like, you're going to come from me, baby. You're in the bottom. I won this episode. Shut up.
0: Orion does know that she is in the bottom with the negative critiques. And Bosco tells her that the judges saw something special in her. And she responded that they did seem very interested in her. And she is interested in herself. At -hmm. least she can joke in the moment.
1: Exactly. I agree. At least she has a good attitude. You know, at least everyone, even though there was a little bit of tension, I feel like everyone's spirits were still good and genuine. She revealed
0: that this was not her original choice for the talent show. She wanted to do an original song, but didn't have the time. Before coming to the show, she had to move out of her apartment, and her cat had health issues. Borrowing a plot line from J. Julian Dracula this year. Damn, so sad. Aww. She says, what you saw was what she came up with off the top of her head. She is glad she got to let go and be weird and obnoxious, though.
1: Yeah, It's time, really, but- you yeah. know, maybe not for a talent show. on
0: both I agree. Well, it's time to ask who the bottom two are. Orion tells Cornbread to answer first because she brought it up. She says it is Orion and June. And June throws out Alyssa as well and says Orion is definitely in the bottom. Carrie says the judges were nitpicking like it was the top five because they all brought something fierce and it gets down to the details.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As June goes to learn the lyrics, Willow and Cornbread share a moment where Cornbread is pulling on Willow's toes as she's stuck in her tights. If that's not sisterhood and the real side of drag, I don't know what
1: is. So cute. I was like, damn, that's a real sister. Someone who will mm. touch your nasty ass tights."
0: <laughs> Alyssa has also marked her territory on the couch with all the glitter. I feel bad for the poor PA who has to clean up all that couch glitter. Like there must be glitter on that set from season one.
1: Girl, there must be glitter everywhere. Like, you have to know that, like, you're, like, moving things around and there's glitter from, like, every season. Like, yeah. the Diamond Runway from season six. Like, you're getting glitter from ages, girl.
0: Orion is not going to go down without a fight. She thinks she knows the song as she smiles to Willem. She's having emotions again and she's thinking about the Limbic sick June is ready to fight for her life and let go of the inner saboteur bullshit. Also, speaking of inner saboteur, Cornbread's camo crocs she calls her her willows
1: (laughs) i loved this i loved this whole interaction
0: well we're gonna watch lip sync one last time and witness orion being eliminated in the workroom orion is sporting that robe looking like she literally crawled out of bed blue eye shadow still intact Mm -hmm. she feels like she set herself up for failure by waiting for the last second the first thing she sees are the notes from her sisters and of course they are all very sweet i know so sweet she feels very validated that out of everyone who auditioned every year, she made it on her first try. She tells us that she's excited to see her cat and go lay in the woods. And she does that a lot. Tell me you're a stoner without saying you're a stoner.
1: Literally tell me you do mushrooms without, without telling me you do mushrooms.
0: I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is Orion's legacy? <sighs> Three titties. Yeah. I think she her legacy is. interesting but not ready
1: yes I love that interesting but not ready
0: who are you most looking forward to
1: see next week I have to say Jasmine Kennedy I yeah. mean we only got one New York City girl this year it breaks my heart but and you, and, and you've inter- you've worked with Jasmine before mm hmm many times and I love Jasmine cannot believe how young she is because listen I, i've said
0: it on the podcast before um i i mean i've known her i mean you probably the same time you've known her like mm-hmm. um i remember going to a show like four years ago and I like know. facebook friending her and m- having to tell her bitch you got to change your age on facebook because you're underage you idiot
1: i couldn't um, believe i had no idea how old she was yeah, i yeah. just assumed she was like 27 but i'm like oh 21 she's a child
0: a yeah, child yeah.
1: i'm excited are you a alicia keys fan Yes, I love Alicia Keys. I have to say, unfortunately, I'm like many people that like, I'm just a surface level Alicia Keys fans. I sure. only like the big songs, but I love them. Don't
0: worry, y'all. I'll be sharing my photo with Alicia Keys next week because yeah! she, she, was my, she was technically my boss when he worked on Broadway.
1: Hey, come on now, Insider T. Right?
0: Um, maybe I'm blessed with the international seasons and I'm a natural potty mouth, but do you hate the bleeps as much as I do?
1: Yes, I really. I can't do it. I, I,
0: I, I it, it ruined Orion's joke, which we didn't even talk about because I
1: don't know what the word actually was. Exactly, like we can like, what is it? Fantasize about what it yeah. could have been, but we have no idea. Yeah. So
0: I um VH1. Maybe we need to go back to Logo.
1: <laughs> I, maybe like, or maybe just like, put a disclaimer. You could put right. a disclaimer for Sherry. Can we put get that? <laughs> put put it on paramount plus where because we got it
0: for all star 6 they were cursing all of the day
1: i know i love it
0: all right i ask it every episode and we're going to start it off after one episode the winner of the season is
1: cornbread for me on okay. uh, the winner of the season simply based off the of this first episode is cornbread like charisma uniqueness nerve talent like she serves all four in my opinion
0: I'm going to go crazy here. Okay. I'm going to say Willow. here's my justification. He would have been my second. As someone who watches all the drag race, I, I, I see mm-hmm. the trends. I see how Rue acts. I know what Rue likes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When Rue tells you she likes something, you take note. Yeah. Rue Paul loves saying Lawrence's name. Lawrence Chaney won. Mm-hmm. First episode, she said, Crystal, you are the, the generation of new drag she won rue exclaimed the words i love her in terms Mm -hmm. of willow
1: willow can win i really really believe that as well she is my number two
0: if willow wins it will continue to break the mold of what a drag race winner should be and can be
1: and I love that. And then what? That's what it should be, especially as we get on. And drag has been on for so many seasons. I love it now because yes, it's been on for so many seasons, but there's still so much drag yep. we haven't seen.
0: Willow, if, if if Willow becomes a winner, she is going to be that beautiful Venn diagram of Evie Oddly mm-hmm. and Sasha Velour.
1: Work. I love that. A very. And that's kind of, of that's kind of
0: fun and special. So I, agree. I got my eye on Willow. Not the person I would have thought preseason, but I'm here for it. Same. All right, where can we find you on social media, Venmo,
1: and any projects you got coming up? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had such a good time. You can find me everywhere at It's Skywalker. I-T-S-S-K-Y-E-W-A-L-K-E-R. If we have any streamers here, I stream on Twitch. I play video games in drag every week on Tuesdays and Fridays. You can find me on Twitch. Um, but most importantly, just follow me because followers is job security. <laughs> That's the
0: tea. Well, it was a pleasure having you on. And, you know, it's the beginning of the year. We're going to have 59 more seasons this year. So I'm sure we'll do a couple more.
1: Baby, anytime you call, I'm around. I love doing these with you. Thank you so much for having me. The biggest thanks to Sky
0: for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.